Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast. Today's poet to celebrate National Poetry Month will be Oscar Wilde. I'm super excited to share these pieces with you because I have a wide variety of examples to share. I also have a wide variety of scenarios to share, which I think is one of the things that makes Oscar Wilde so phenomenal. The first piece I'd like to share and start us off with is Sonnet to Liberty. Not that I love thy children, whose dull eyes see nothing save their own unlovely woe, whose minds know nothing, nothing care to know. But that the roar of thy democracies, thy reigns of terror, thy great anarchies, mirrors my wildest passions like the sea, and give my rage a brother, liberty. For this sake only do thy dissonant cries delight my discreet soul, else might all kings, by bloody knot and treacherous candidates, rob nations of their rights inviolate. And I remain unmoved, and yet, and yet, these Christs that die upon the barricades, God knows I am with them in some things. So this is one of the most popular pieces, which is why I decided to start with it. And the next piece I'd like to share is a little bit longer. It's her voice. The wild bee reels from bough to bough with his furry coat and gauzy wings. Now in a lily cup, and now, just sitting on a jacinth bell, a swing, in his wandering, sit closer, love, it was here I trow. I made that vow, swore that two lives should be like one, as long as the seagull loved the sea, as long as the sunflower sought the sun, it shall be, I said, for eternity, twixt to you and me. Dear friend, those times are over and done, love's web is spun. Look upward where the polar trees sway in summer air. Here in the valleys, never a breeze scatters the thistle, but there great winds blow fair from the mighty murmuring mystical seas and the wave-leashed lashed leaves. Look upward where the white gulf screams, and does it see that we do not? Is it a star or a glump that gleams on some outward voyaging argosy? Ah, can it be? We have lived our lives in the land of dreams. How sad it seems. Sweet, there is nothing left to say, but this, that love is never lost. Keen winter stabs the breasts of May, whose crimson roses burst his frosts. Ships tempted tossed, when this harbor in some way, so that we may. And there is nothing left to do but kiss once again and part. Nay, there is nothing we should rue. I have my beauty, you or art. Nay, do not start. One world was enough for two, like me and you. And Oscar Wilde was actually born in Ireland. He was a very iconic author for not only his time, but definitely for that era. There weren't a whole lot of people from that realm of voice and style that were making their way overseas quite so quickly and that were having the same impact that his pieces were having. And I thought that it was really interesting um, that I hadn't yet mentioned his work on the podcast. So we'll just take a quick moment to talk about the sponsor I'm so grateful to have, and then we'll be back to share more poems by Oscar Wilde.
All right, so welcome back. The next piece I'd like to share in contrast to her voice is my voice. Within the restless, hurried, modern world, we took our hearts full pleasure. You and I, and now the white sails of our ships are furled, and spent the lading of our argosy. Wherefore my cheeks before their time are wan, for a very weeping and my gladness fled. Sorrow hath paled my lips vermilion, and ruin draws the curtains of my bed. But all this crowded life has been to thee, no more than lyre or lute or subtle spell, of vials of the music of the sea that sleeps and mimic echo in the shell. The next piece I'd like to share is the grave of Keats. Rid the world's injustice and his pain, he rests at last beneath God's veil of blue, taken from life when life and love were new. The youngest of the martyrs where his here is lain, fair as Sebastian and earliest slain. No cypress shades his grave, no funeral you, but gentle violets weeping with the dew. Weave on his bones an ever-blossoming chain, O proudest heart that broke for misery, O sweetest lips since those of Miltane, O poet painter for the English land, Thy name has writ and water, it shall stand, And tears like mine will keep thy memory green, As Isabella did her basil tree. And the next one I'd like to share is impressions, and this one is also a little bit longer. Part one, Les Silhouettes. The sea is flecked with bars of gray, the dull dead wind is out of tune, and like the withered leaf of the moon is blown across the stormy bay. Etched clear upon the pallid sand, the black boat lies a sailor boy, clamors aboard in careless joy with laughing face and gleaming hand and overhead i'm sorry overheard the curlew's cry where though where through the dusky upland grass the young brown-throated reapers pass like silhouettes against the sky part two la fute de la lune i'm sorry if i mispronounced that to outer senses there is peace, a dreamy peace on either hand, deep silence in the shadowy land, deep silence where the shadows cease, save for that cry that echoes shrill from some lone bird disconsolate, a corned crake calling to its mate, this answer from the misty hill, as suddenly as the moon withdraws her sickle from the lightning skies, and to her somber cavern flies, wrapped in a veil of yellow gauze. And the final piece I'd like to share with you guys for today is in a gold room. A harmony, her ivory hands on the ivory keys, strayed in a fitful fantasy, like a silver gleam when the polar trees rustle their pear leaves listlessly, or the drifting foam of a restless sea when the waves show their teeth in the flying breeze. Her gold hair fell on a wall of gold, like a delicate gossamer tangle spun on the burnished disk of the marigold and the sunflower turning to meet the sun when the gloom of the jealous night is done and the spear of the lily is arrolled. And her sweet red lips on the lips of mine burned like a ruby set fire, in the winging lamp of the crimson shine, or the bleeding wounds of a pomegranate, or the heart of a lotus drenched and wet with the spilt-out blood of the rose-red wine. 
So those were poems by Oscar Wilde that I was really glad to share with you guys in a way of celebrating National Poetry Month. If there's a poem I didn't read today that speaks to you, you can definitely send me a message um, on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. You can also submit your own poem, your own recording of your own reaction or whatever it is that speaks to you and National Poetry Month means to you to the link in the description. I'd love to have you as part of my poem in the Pocket Day episode on April 30th. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me here on another episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Have a great day, everybody.